You are listening to the Show Up Society podcast. If you want to feel better about the way you show up in the world, you're in the exact right place. I'm your host, certified life coach, Tammy Bennett, and I'm here to help you stop giving a poop about what others think so you can make confident decisions. Your whole outlook on goals will change too. You'll see they can be fun, doable, and full of celebration, not something to be afraid of failing. And speaking of fears, I'll help you work through all of yours so you can take more action. You're already a badass in my book. And if you want to learn how to create the life you want, then get your buns in here and let's go. Hello, good friend, and welcome to episode 193 of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, I'm talking a little bit about owning the choices that you have made and having your own back on those choices, especially if or when you feel like you're not getting the recognition that you wish you were getting, or if you're seeing other people have different results than you are, and you start to second guess the decisions that you've made in the past, I want you to stand behind yourself, hold your hand, stand right with you and have your own back and remember why you made the decisions you made instead of second guessing yourself. So before we get to that, I wanted to talk a little bit behind the scenes. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, I was talking about all the drama and non-doing that was happening with me and my quest of getting stronger and lifting weights. And just so you know, I have lifted four times. I'm about to lift a fifth time today. Um, it's so funny how sometimes you have this, you you put off doing the thing for so long. For me, it was lifting weights. I was putting it off for months and months. And then once I just broke the seal and I just did it, it was so much easier to do it the second, third, and fourth. And today is going to be fifth times. So sometimes you need to just clench your fists and close your eyes and just grin and bear it, right? Just break through the seal of not doing the thing and just do it that one first time. And it makes it so much easier to come back and do it after that because your brain sees like, oh, you just did the thing and you still survived and you're here to tell us about it. Okay, we're safe. We're cool. We can go do it again. That's exactly what happened with me in the lifting weights. I'm just doing it in my very messy workroom for right now. It's so imperfect. I have a bunch of dumbbells that don't really match each other and matching sets. Uh, I'm just kind of like hodgepodging it all together, but I am getting it done. So sometimes you just got to break the seal. The other thing that's been going on is in my group membership, the Show Up Society, I know I'm talking about it a lot, you guys, but it is so good. And you really are missing out on so much if you're not in it. And I know it's not right for everybody, but if you are on the fence, I really want you to consider joining in. Today, we are having a call and I am giving away literally over 25 of my very favorite tips and tricks for getting goals and things to do like on a day-to-day basis to actually get ourselves to show up and do them. These are tried and true techniques that I have used on myself with my for my own goals over the past few years. And I use them with my clients to much success. And I like, actually, there was a moment yesterday when I was putting together materials for today's call. And I'm like, I, I don't think I should give away all this stuff. I think I should hold some of this stuff close and not give away all my goods but I'm just trusting the universe so much. And I want to give the people in this group, I want to give them all the things I want to make this just the best membership that they could even imagine. And I want you to have those too. So I want you to join if you've been thinking about it, if you've been on the fence, 
you are going to have access to everything that we've done in the past couple of weeks. There's no such thing as being behind. We have people at all different stages of the goal getting and goal setting process. We have some people that are still working on even just choosing what goal they want to work on. And we have some people that have made progress already. So there's no, you're not behind, right? You're not like, there's no catching up to do. You just join at any time. So if you want to do that, go to showupsociety.com forward slash T-S-U-S for the Show Up Society. And I hope to see you inside so I can give you all the tips and tricks that you'll ever need to go get your goals done. And guess what? Even if you don't have a goal or a project that you want to work on, if you just want to feel better about yourself, this is the place for you. I can't even tell you how many people have commented that they are so glad that they're in this group and it's making them, uh, it's helping them to make choices in their day-to-day lives that are just feeling so much better. Okay. All right. Let's talk about owning your choices. This kind of came up for me. um, Well, you know, it's funny how things will come up for me in my life. And then within a matter of days or weeks, one of my clients or one of the members in the Show Up Society will also be going through the same thing. And I'm like, huh, this is cool because I just coached myself on it or I just got help from my own coach about it. So I am totally ready, willing and able to coach you on this very same thing because I just went through it myself. And so that's kind of what's going on a little bit here today. Okay, so in my life, the thing that I've had to go through and I was just kind of whining a little bit to Coach Bennett, the other Chris Bennett, my husband, uh, a little bit whining to him about it today is there have been a couple places in my life over the past couple months where other coaches that do similar work to me have been chosen to do events and I have not. And they are events or things that I would like to do. So for instance, I really want to write a book. I want to be on big stages. I want to be in big Uh, uh, popular magazines. I want to collaborate with big companies and uh, organizations and to help coach mindset within their groups. And I wasn't chosen for a couple of these times. A couple of times they didn't even know that I existed. So it wasn't like I even put my name in the ring. I didn't even know this was an option. Um, But I'm seeing other people get kind of some of the things that I want. And so I was having a little bit of a pout fest. And I was saying, you know, if I was a little bit different kind of coach, I would be getting these jobs. If I wore pencil skirts and blazers, and if I used proper punctuation, and if I didn't post pictures on my Instagram of me wearing whitey tidies or gold shorts or purple unitards, then maybe they would pick me for these jobs too. Or maybe they would pick me as their representative mindset coach, but they're not picking me because I am doing these things. I talk with improper grammar. I don't show up as someone who could fit into a corporate atmosphere. And so, you know, it's really funny, like Chris, my husband, the other coach Bennett reminded me of the very same things that I had just told a person in my show up society group, like literally two days ago. Or maybe it was actually, no, it was actually yesterday. So one day ago, I coached somebody on this very thing. And then today, I was experiencing it for myself. And I needed to just remind myself or be reminded of my own coaching. So I'm going to tell you about that other example in just a second. But because of the choices that I've made about who I am and how I want to show up in the world and how I want to show up as a coach, maybe I haven't been picked for these things that I would love to be doing. But it's all based on choices that I've made. I don't want to use 
proper punctuation and proper capitalization. I want to show up on Instagram in my whitey tidies and my purple unitards and my gold shorts because that's just a part of who I am and how that's just me. It feels so authentic. I know I would be more successful and more people would know about me if I paid for Facebook ads, but I don't even like Facebook. A lot of my clientele are not even on Facebook. I don't enjoy it, so I don't show up there, not to mention I don't pay for ads there, right? So I am making choices that maybe limit the uh, opportunities that I have as a coach, but also I'm making those choices for a reason because they feel good to me and they represent who I am. And so I just had to spend a couple minutes this morning reminding myself of why I've made the choices that I've made and honoring those choices. Instead of second guessing and instead of saying, well, you could be doing what that person's doing if you were just different. But instead, I'm just reminding myself, you aren't that way, though. You are a person who shows up in whitey tidies. And so if you're going to make the decision to be authentic and true to who you are, then it might limit you. It might not, but it might limit you. And that's okay, because that's the choices that you've made. And, and remember why you've made those choices. I'm going to give you an example and give you some of the coaching that I gave to a member in my group, which is then the coaching that I gave myself this morning and why I feel so good about where I am in life and what's going on in my life. Um, but I know a lot of people struggle with this. I know in art, there are certain kind of tiers of prestige, if you will. I know that some people in the art world only value you if you have shown at a gallery or at specific galleries or museums. And if you haven't shown or if you haven't been selected to show at certain places, then you're not as prestigious, you're not as respected. It happens in academia. Are you published or not? And where have you been published? And if you haven't been published or you haven't done the research or gotten the grants, then you're not quite as respected, maybe. It happens in sports. Are you playing for a D1 school or a D3 school or a rec league or not at all? Or did you only play in high school? Are you playing in the minor leagues or the major leagues? There's all of these divisions in our world where people might respect some categories more than others. And so if you're choosing to be in kind of one of the lower tiers, or, or if that's where you find yourself, then I don't want you to spend time beating yourself up about it or questioning the choices that you've made. I want you to just remind yourself of who you are and why you're making the choices that you make in your life. So to give you an example from the group, um, there are a couple group members who are kind of all feeling the same way, but they were saying, how do you get yourself to feel good about the choices that you've made when you're tempted to compare yourself to people that are having different results than you? So I'm basically going to just share with you here the coaching that I gave inside of my group. So I said, first of all, you sort of have to unlearn or stop listening to the conditioning that certain things are better that certain tiers are better. And you have to have your own back on your choices. So in this group, I said, just as I said earlier on this podcast, every kind of culture, sports, academia, art, other things has these kind of tiers. And so it is kind of common for society in that culture to tell us what is better or what is more respected than others. So it's likely that the voice inside your head is always going to be there telling you that certain schools are better or certain degrees are better or publishing in this publication is better than that one or certain sports divisions are better. There's You might always have that voice that comes into your head and telling you that the way other people are doing it is better or more prestigious or more respected. It's kind of hard to get rid of that social conditioning within our cultures. Okay. So 
that to me, just like most things, mindset isn't really the problem. That the first voice that you hear in your head is sort of negative or telling you that you're not doing it enough. That's just sort of what brains do. The magic is in what happens after you hear that inner voice that's telling you that other people are doing it better than you. Okay. So you might hear a little voice in your head that says XYZ is better. That other school is better. That other publication is better. Getting published here is better. Getting shown in that gallery is better. But then you get to choose to just hear the voice and then to have your own back. Okay, so what do I mean by having your own back? I'm going to give you some questions. But basically, having your own back means you just remind yourself of why you made the decisions that you made. And you, instead of like second guessing yourself or berating yourself for choosing them, you basically are boosting yourself up and saying, hey, you, you made the right choice for you because here's why. So here are some questions to ask yourself to help remind you of why you made the choices. I want you to remind yourself of why you made the choice you made. What was going on when you made that decision? I want you to remind yourself of your values. I want you to remind yourself of what you love about where you are right now. So if you've chosen to play sports in a D3 league instead of D1, remind yourself of why you chose that school. Okay, I'm going to give you an example in my own life with all these questions in just a minute. I want you to remind yourself what you are doing well in the place where you are. Remind yourself what you can do to grow and expand where you are. Remind yourself how you want to show up, no matter where you are, no matter what division you're in, how do you want to show up? And then I want you to acknowledge yourself as the badass fill in the blank that you are, whether that's teacher, coach, artist, writer, professor, whatever that is. So I'm going to give you an example from my own life to just sort of of show you how these questions worked. I also used it in that example I had today earlier, but I'm going to just show you another one. So if you don't know this by now, I coached runners for 13 or 14 years, okay? And I love coaching runners. Many years ago, I got asked to coach at a brand new all-girls high school that was forming. I had some parents come up to me and they said, would you want to go for the coaching position for the girls team? It was like a dream come true, okay? But I had already made the choice in my life to not coach high school until my kids were in high school. And at this time, they were still young. They were in middle school, elementary school. So I kept coaching middle school. I turned down the the offer. I didn't even put my hat in the ring to be a coach at this new forming high school because I had already made up my mind that I wanted to coach where my kids were. And because they were still in middle school, I chose to keep coaching in middle school. That is way, way less prestigious and respected than coaching at a high school or a college or a pro level. Okay. So when I was around other high school coaches, which kind of happened a lot because my husband was a high school running coach at the time, a lot of them didn't even acknowledge me as a coach because I only, and I say that in air quotes, coached middle school. And that really hurt me sometimes because I really felt like I was a very good coach and it just kind of hurt that I wasn't acknowledged as a good coach just because of the level that I chose to coach at. So here are some ways that I had my own back relating to those questions I asked earlier. I reminded myself of my choice and why I chose it. So I wanted to be with my kids and to coach the level that they were at. So I wanted to coach middle school to coach my kids because I wanted to make sure that running was a fun and safe place for them. 
because when I grew up, running was not as fun. There was a lot of pressure to perform. I started uh, running when I was nine years old. And it was not really a fun place. There was a lot of pressure to perform. And I did not want that for my kids. I knew and still know that running is maybe the best sport in the world. Uh, if you're not feeling that pressure to perform, if it doesn't become something way more intense. So I wanted to keep running fun for them because I want them to be able to run for their whole lives if they want to. So I made my choice to coach their young age because I wanted it to be fun for them. And not only them, but just for all the kids that age, I didn't want running as a sport to be ruined for them. I thought if I could get in while they're young, I can sort of like brainwash them to believe that running is an amazing sport and it's really fun. Okay, so I reminded myself of my choice and why I chose it. I reminded myself that I'm a really effing good coach. And for sure, I knew I was better than some of the high school coaches out there. I still know that. And I was really secure in that knowledge without having it be seen by everyone. So I knew that I was a really good coach, even if I didn't have the prestige and the respect that some people give to those who coach high school and beyond. So I didn't need to have the title of high school or college or professional coach beside my name to know that I was a really effing good coach. I also remembered my values. So this kind of goes back to wanting to be around my kids while I could and coach them in a way that wasn't harmful and kept running fun. That was really important to me. It was also really important to me that I would be at all of my kids' meets. And I couldn't do that if I was coaching high school because their meets would be on the same day and I'd have to choose. It was also really important to me at that time to be home when they got home from school. And I could do that if I was their coach because I brought them home from practice, right? And if I was coaching at high school level at that time, I wouldn't have been there on a lot of the evenings because I would be at my high school practice. So my values were to be present for my kids as much as I could when they were little. And that's why I chose uh, coaching younger than high school. In no way am I com- am I judging people that choose to coach high school or to choose jobs that aren't there for my kids. This was just my personal value and what made sense to me. So I am not judging you in any way if you're making different choices than me. I just want to make that really clear. I also looked around and I saw what I loved about my choice. I really loved being around third through eighth graders and coaching them. Like I said, it felt really fun to sort of go in there and teach them that running can and is really fun. It was fun to give them really hard workouts, really hard workouts, but to see them thrive and smile and have fun afterwards and to teach them track etiquette and to teach them sportsmanship and to teach them how to be a good teammate because I felt like I was helping build foundations that they're going to take with them in their running careers for the rest of their lives. So I really loved being at that level. I coached these kids to the best of my coaching ability, and I took them to really big results. I helped them beat teams that they had never beaten before. I helped them beat uh, other competitors that they had never beaten before. And all of that is because I reminded myself how I want to show up no matter where I am. So no matter where I am, if I'm coaching middle school or college or pro or high school, I know that I'm going to give them my absolute best coaching ability. And I also showed up as the coach I wanted to be. I showed up as somebody that was really fun and that pushed them really hard. 
I showed up as a coach that was serious when it was time to be serious and loving and fun and playful when it was time to be loving and fun and playful. It's always time to be loving, but you know what I mean. Okay. So I just reminded myself, how do I want to show up here? And so all of those things together made me realize I chose for a reason to be a middle school coach rather than high school or beyond. And I love my choice. So yeah, I noticed the triggers. I noticed that I would get triggered and kind of like a little bit hurt when other coaches maybe didn't respect me or acknowledge me the way I wanted to be respected or acknowledged. So I noticed the trigger and I noticed it was there. And I didn't even spend time trying to make it go away. I didn't spend time trying to say, why are you so bothered about them? I let myself be bothered a little bit. And then in the next moment, I chose to boost myself up and remember who I am and why I've made the choices I've made. And it felt so much better. I also reminded myself that what other people think about my choices is none of my business. They're going to think what they want to think. What matters is how I'm talking to myself and how I'm feeling about myself. So it's okay if they don't think that coaching middle school is a big deal, but I do. It's okay if they don't think it's prestigious, but I do. It's okay if they don't think that it's like a real coaching job. I did right? So what they think about me isn't my business. And it's okay if they're wrong about me. It's okay if they're if they think coaching middle school isn't a big deal. They're just wrong. I disagree. It is a big deal. So I reminded myself of who I am and what I can do and what I'm made of. And I let their opinions be their opinions. Okay. So back to you, if you are feeling like because of the choices that you've made, you are in a position or getting a current result now different from other people's. And maybe you'd like to have the results that they have. But I just want you to take a minute to allow yourself to go like, yeah, I kind of want what they have. Why do they have it and not me? But then I also want you in the next moment to remember who you are, to remember why you made the choices you made and to have your own back and be your own best friend, your own biggest fan club, your biggest supporter of the choices that you made. Because it doesn't do any good for us to argue with reality and to say, I wish I hadn't done this. I wish I had done this. You made the choices that you made. You're here now. So how do you want to feel about how you are right now? Because you can't go back and change the past. So it doesn't make any sense for you to beat yourself up over it. It's done. It's already been done. The decision has been made. So how can you make yourself feel good about it right now? You always have that choice. Just wanted to share a couple stories, a couple struggles that I've had and how I've dealt with them and how I've made myself feel a lot better. And I can still, this is the thing. If we go back to the example that I started this episode with, with about me wanting to have books published and be published in articles and to be on stages, I still have that opportunity. But those opportunities are going to show up for me way faster if I'm being kind to myself and owning my choices, right? Because that means that I'm still going to show up as me. I'm still going to show up in my whitey tighties. I'm going to show up for more and more people. I'm going to speak at the events that I speak at now. And I am slowly and eventually going to grow. I might grow fast. Who knows? I shouldn't say slowly. I'm going to grow. But if I was sitting here beating myself up and saying, why don't you wear blazers and pencil skirts? Why don't you act like you're more corporate? that's not going to get me to those gigs that I want to land. It's just going to make me feel like crap. And it possibly might change how I show up. And it's going to have me show up in a way that doesn't feel authentic to me. And I just don't believe that big results come when we're not being authentic to who we are, because it's really hard to sustain, 
right? So if I started showing up being really corporate, using proper punctuation, proper grammar, wearing the pencil skirts and the blazers, networking and doing these things that I don't really love, yeah, that might bring me success maybe, but certainly not in the long term. And I wouldn't be loving it. It wouldn't be sustainable for me because I'd be fighting against my own identity. So I'm not going to argue about the choices that I've made. I'm going to own the choices that I've made. I'm going to keep showing up as the coach that I am. And I'm going to keep loving myself for who I am. And I know that I will grow and I will, if I will get to those goals that I have. I will get published. I will be on big stages. And it's going to happen for me in a lot more fun and sustainable way if I'm owning my choices and being who I am. Okay, so I hope this has been really helpful for you. If it has, I would love to hear about it. I would love it if you could DM me on Instagram and tell me how this episode resonated with you. I would also love it if you came and joined me inside of the Show Up Society, because this, you know, this is exactly how I coach in the group, and it can help you so much. Okay, I love you so much. Keep being who you are. Own your choices. Have your own back. Be your own biggest supporter, and you will keep going, and you will go far. Thank you for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. If you liked this podcast and you want help applying it to your life so you can do more of what you want, you're going to love working with me one-on-one for six months. I'll help you with strategy and mindset so you can figure out what you want, make an action plan, and I'll help you get unstuck all along the way. Go to showupsociety.com forward slash coaching to set up a consultation call to see if we're a good fit. If you're not ready for one-on-one, but you do want to get shit done and show up for you in a supportive group environment, then get your buns into the Show Up Society. It's a community membership where you will learn how to say yes to more of what you want and no to the rest. Go to showupsociety.com forward slash T-S-U-S to sign up. I can't wait to help get more of you into this world. Oh, hey, loyal podcast listener. Thank you for being here all the way through to the end. I would really love it if you would share this episode with somebody that maybe you think needs to hear it or would enjoy it or appreciate it. Or you can just share it on your Instagram and tag me at Show Up Society and I will repost it. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for being you.